Tying run, first pitch. Grab ball to Moe. Gets open, race to the bag, and he's out. Two-two count with two outs. Swimming one strike away. And it's a swing and a move! Hey, YMS Sellers, this is MC here, 2022 World Series MVP and TBD of the Portland Pickles. And you're listening to the YMSL podcast with JT and Z. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the JT and Z podcast. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, there was, you know, we were supposed to end it, but we said, but I did leave an open saying, saying that we will come on if there's something juicy to talk about, something that needs to be spoken about, um, something that doesn't involve our teams, me and Zach's teams and stuff like that, uh, you know, where we're not going to want to reveal certain things. So that has happened this weekend. Over the weekend, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of news. It's been a very busy weekend for the commissioner's office, for the committee office. Really a crazy weekend, a uh, weekend that we've never experienced before. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to debate it. And uh, I have here my host, co-host, Zach Ashkenazi with me. Z, uh, welcome back. How are you? JT, doing great. Uh, great to be back. You know, I've been uh, been away from the uh, from the desk for a little while. Uh, had to prepare for the draft and all all that. AB Saka, thank you for filling in. You did a great job. Unbelievable job. Um Love to have you back, and uh, that's really it. You know, got a lot of stuff to talk about. Teams are set. JT, you're a little fired up, uh, from what I from what I'm told from speaking to you on the side. Uh, yeah, so definitely. Let, let's fired get right up. into it. Let's get right I'm into fired, it. I'm fired up about part two, and um, we'll get to part two. But part one, we'll start with. I'm not so fired up. That that died down, and and that is, you know, what occurred on the first two rounds opening night. Uh, you know, obviously, Jack and Batty get well soon. A very scary injury, something, you know, very, uh, you know, just a crazy coincidence. Gets hurt. Yeah, it's about it's about as serious uh, injury as you could have, and we wish Jack uh, well and a speedy recovery. Uh, obviously, you know, back to back to back MVPs. Uh, the league's better off with him on the field. So, Jack, uh, you know, get back soon. No doubt, no doubt, and. Uh, you know, we just made the trade. I just got off the phone with him at seven o'clock. We made the trade. I was, I cursed out of excitement. I yelled so loud. I was so happy. And then 48 minutes later, I get a text saying, I tore my Achilles. I'm sorry. I'm out for the year. Um, it's very bad. I couldn't believe it. And then all of a sudden, it's 801. That was 801. Draft starting, supposed to start at eight. Draft didn't go off until 805. I'm waiting. I'm like, call this thing, call this thing, call this thing postpone it postpone it please there's no way you can go on and then they just kept going and going and going and i i really didn't like it i definitely understand it it's not an easy call by norman by no means but i guess it's one of those things like where if you're a coach on the sideline you know sometimes you don't take that time out but like when you're watching from your couch you're like yelling hey call time out call time out it's much easier to coach from the sideline than it is uh, uh, off the sideline than it is on the sideline. So, um, listen, Norm, Norm, uh, uh, leader, he apologized and he owned up to it, which I love taking accountability and it was fixed. And Sammy S has saved the day. Uh, got to credit Norman and the committee there for listening to Sammy S's, uh, and Sammy coming up with that brilliant idea, bringing in those two studs, Joe and Gindy to take over that team. Very excited to have those two in the league. We'll definitely talk about them soon. Um, but, uh, you know, Sammy really saved the day there, and, and everything ended up being everything ended up working out perfect. And, you know, it's funny, Zach. We were saying we were calling for a redraft. I was calling for a redraft. And I know a lot of people also were also saying, hey, you should definitely redraft. But some people didn't want to. We ended up doing, like, a mix of both. We ended up adding two of the, two of the best players in the community, and we redrafted the second round. Yeah, uh, crazy, you know, how uh, it worked out. Um, 
you know, JT, uh, I was against the redraft for selfish reasons, of course. I got an AB uh, in a regular year where he's not missing any weeks. That probably won't happen. And this year that he's missing weeks, I, I still thought it was a long shot and ended up happening. So I didn't think it would happen in a full redraft. So I'm very happy um, that that was the case. But yeah, props to Sammy S's for making it happen. Thank you, Sammy. Um, you brought two unbelievable players to our league who hopefully could stay beyond this year and hopefully they get hooked and, uh, you know, the league welcomes them with open arms and we need them. They're great talents. So that's great. Uh, props to Norman for listening. And like you said, JT, um, you know, you may have gotten a text because you were uh, about to be teammates with Jack. You may have gotten it a few minutes earlier than everyone else, but I was live in the room. I'm in the captain's chat. Uh, we got a text at 8.01 when the music was rolling for the intro video. All of a sudden, the entire room looks at each other in complete disbelief. I mean, it was like the air was sucked right out of the room. Uh so that that it was a tough call, yeah. like you said. It's it's easy to call timeout when you're watching at home, but uh, live in the room, it's tough to make that decision. So I'm um, I'm like Norman apologized in that video. I I didn't think he needed to. Uh, no one knows what it was like in that room sure. unless you were there. So it was really tough. But For sure. I, I'm sh- I'm sure Norman feels bad that uh, you know it may not have been the perfect scenario. Uh, for replacements but I think the committee and Norman did a great job in the best possible solution Uh, the league went into crisis mode and uh, for probably 48 hours straight with no sleep there were people discussing what what we should do what the options were Uh, and there were a ton of ton of options floating around and I think I think they did a phenomenal job in getting it right I really really do uh, obviously, there was too. a full I, I redraft, didn't... and uh, no one wanted that. Really, no one wanted that, except for really you, JT. But you, you got sort of what you really wanted. The reason why you wanted a redraft was because you didn't want to get screwed, and that happened. That happened for you. So, yeah, for sure. And uh, uh, listen, I got that same. I got the same time text as you guys. I got the eight oh one. I don't know how Jack sent it all out individually at eight oh one. I'm not sure how he did that, but I got eight oh one too. Um, and, uh, like you said, Norm did a heck of a job. The next morning he came to my office, he came to my wow. office. We sat, we sat down in the, in the, uh, in the meeting room and, uh, in the showroom and we just spoke and we ironed it all out. We laid everything out on the table. We spoke very respectfully back and forth. And at the end of everything, um, you know, like I basically, I, I told him, I said, listen, it should be either this or this redraft or not, it, not. And uh, the committee was there on speakerphone, and they said that they'll review everything and get back to us. And right. then Norm, and then Norm apologized to me, which I was very, very happy about. Um, and I said, "No, don't worry about it, Norm. It's really not your fault. It's a tough spot." Uh, but he felt bad, you know. He really did, and it all worked out. Thank God to Sam- thank thank God to Sammy. Um, and you know, ended up being the perfect scenario because. Joe S. Stephen Gindy coming into the league is going to be a real treat. Stephen Gindy is one of the best players in the community, I think, uh, at shortstop. I think you and him are one and two, one and one A. I think he's right up there with UZ. Uh, he's a playmaker. He has a gun of an arm. He makes plays all over the place. He takes cutoffs. He gun guys, guns guys out at second, guns guys at first third home anywhere he cuts balls off yeah, he's a really good play. shortstop and and leader tremendous leader and he's on a team now that he's going to be able to lead much easier than any other team because if he were to come in and start talking to, to some of these ymsl guys you know his leadership could take someone could 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 lead someone in the wrong direction like it, it could they could take it wrong because he's he could get a little bit harsh at sometimes uh right. but 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 he he always means well, of course. He's a great kid, great player, great leader, and he's on the perfect team for him. Where where it's it's a Stephen Gindy team, you know. And- yeah, credit to uh, credit to Sammy again for drafting a team around his two stars that you know fit well with them and uh, sort of you know all share the same bond or know each other from before. So great great job by him, uh, you know. Yeah, catering Amazing to those job. needs. 
Amazing job. Um, and now let's, let's go right to the draft room. Uh, let's go right to the draft room Saturday night. Everything was going smoothly. Um, let me pull it up here. Uh, everything was going very smoothly. Yeah, uh, great. A lot of great, a, a lot of great players. A lot of great players being taken off the board. Even like in the seventh round, I'm hearing names. I'm like, what the hell is going on? There hasn't been a bad player named yet. Every player coming off was amazing. Um, and by the way, Norman must fix that timer rule. I think two minutes is way too quick. Um, I was, I don't know, maybe it was just me that night, but it felt like it was going by way too quick. I was flustered. Uh, yes, some picks were being made right before us. We got screwed a little bit, but that happens. Um, but um, I feel like yeah, it should, least, I feel like it yeah, should that... be three minutes. I feel like it should be three minutes early on. But anyway. Yeah, let me let me cut you off there. I, I think uh, two minutes is the perfect time. Uh, usually the first two, three rounds of Saturday night, so rounds three through five. Most of the time, uh, guys know who they want, uh, and if not, they can use an extension. Uh, but two minutes is the perfect time to move it along. Uh, the draft, I believe, finished in about two hours and ten minutes, which is incredible. You don't want to yeah. sit there and, and – uh, well, just you know, dragging well, out Z, the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Z, Z, I wanna, I wanna take minutes away from the back end. I wanna make the back end one minute per pick, and I wanna load up the front with three minutes per pick. So keep the same timing. I just wanna move around the times per round a little bit because some of these, some of these key picks early on, uh, I think they're a little bit more important, more important. They're and they're a little bit more tougher to make. Whereas in the seventh round, you know, you need a third baseman. You know you need a short center. There's two guys there. You're picking one of them. You know, it's a little right. bit easier. Right. So, For me, it was actually the opposite, uh, believe it or not, because the first few rounds I knew uh, who would be there and who I want to take, and if not, who who I'm taking if that guy was not there. And towards the end, I sort of uh, needed some more time. So I used my uh, – extensions late in the draft because okay. I said, Hey, is it, is it better for me to have this guy and put this guy there and that guy there, or is it better for me to draft this guy and put this guy in this position? I had to do some research on who that player actually was. Um, so I, I needed a little You're more right. time late as opposed to early. And You're that's right. why I think, that's why I think two minutes is perfect. Uh, it just yeah, moves so, the draft completely along. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. It's not only for for me. It was tough on me in the beginning. Easier at the end. Well, not on me, but our team, me, Teddy, and Farka, and you right. guys. Uh, and you guys, it was much easier, harder at the end. So I guess for everyone, it's different. I, I would just propose maybe a two minutes and thirty seconds. Um, that'd be nice. I think that's a little extra help. Um, but uh, all right, that's something Norm could look at. Um, anyway, going through yeah, the draft. and JT, JT, just another, just a touch on that before we uh move on here it, it's different when you have let's say for example you ti and farka all on the same table with differing opinions yes. uh one guy has this guy he wants to take the other guy is that guy for me i came to the draft alone with my dad so um he knew my plan yes. and uh and i was True. picking who i wanted to pick and then by round four i added sabon he came to my table by round five i added mocas he came to my table round six jigga and then loud in and all of a sudden True. my table built but it was my plan going in you know and they were just lending That's... their thoughts from you guys you had from wednesday night to talk about it so it's a little different i hear that for sure for sure no I, I never had this issue until this year i never had that issue usually there's like one or two guys to pick from we had six literally six i, I never i never heard of such a thing we had six guys to pick from with our third pick we ended up going with alan jamal we're very happy with it but we were going with – there was five other guys that each guy wanted a different guy, you know, so it was very, very hard. Uh, after that, we, everything else was cool. We never needed an extension. We never had an extension. It was all good. But anyway, so we're moving on with the draft. Everything's moving uh, Everything's moving very, very fluidly. A lot of great picks are being made. Uh, no real surprises through 50, would you say, right? Were, were, were any picks that surprised you through 50? Um. Nothing really major. I mean, you could always debate this guy went ra- around early or two rounds early, but that's anyone really that practical. came out though. See anyone that anyone that someone said a name, you said, huh? Like I mean, I, I mean, I I really hate to single two guys out, and it has nothing 
to do with their talent or their reason for being picked there, it's totally justified. So don't get me wrong. Um, But I I was just shocked to see Abe Haber go in the third round that early. I am the biggest Abe Haber fan. He's my championship winning left fielder and he totally deserves that spot. But I just didn't think he was coming off the board. I had him in my plans for a round for a round or two later. I was hoping to grab him as I am every single year. He's tremendous. Um, I was a total shocker for me to, to hear his name off the board. I'm like, what? I, I thought he would be there for me. So right. um, yes. he, he went, I think, 23 to Dano. Yes, um, he went 23, correct. 23 to I, Dano. So I have a couple uh, also. You can go. You want to go for another one or should I give you one? Yeah, and uh, I'll go for one more. My last, uh, my last one is uh, Hollywood Dweck, who also yeah. I love as a player. Had him on my board. I just thought I'd be able to grab him and let's say the – seventh eighth round jt i know he's on your team i'm not sure what pick he went exactly but uh yeah i thought i thought he would be there a little later so i thought he came off the board sure. a little early and uh there's nothing For wrong sure. with that he's a tremendous player great hitter uh very versatile so, so nothing, I'll t- I'll t- nothing wrong I'll t- with I'll it but it was just a I'll shocker to me for sure definitely definitely a shocker i hear that i'll tell you why we uh we already had our outfield set and after our outfield was set we couldn't take um, guys like Joe Chira, Shimmy Cohen. Our outfield was set already. You know, we couldn't take a Ruby Shalu, um, right. a DK, certain guys like that. So all those guys were off the board. So we had to now go into saying who's the best hitter, special with speed, and that could and you know that could play a little infield and play a little outfield. It, it was either Abe D or Leo Pachoto at that point, and we were very close on Leo. Uh, but they were pushing heavily to AD, and I don't blame them because AD murdered us last year in the World Series. He murdered Ti two years ago, and he mur- and he was with Farka doing the murdering. So yeah. it made us it made it very easy for us to say, okay, let's roll the dice with AD, and we ended up going with AD, and we're very yeah. happy about it. Yes, was it a little early? Yes, but it was a need for us. It was a need thing. Right. I mean, we, we we had our outfield set. We couldn't take Joe Chira. Right, we that's why I thought him. it was a little interesting that you had your outfield set and you're taking like sort of a luxury like Hollywood, and the guy's tremendous, and you want him in your clubhouse. But yeah. um, and dude, this kid, I asked him. I said, I said in the middle of the draft after we took him, I said, "Sweet, so Abe, uh, you know, when have you been working out? What, what have you been doing? When do you start working out?" He just goes. He didn't even. He just said one word. He goes, "November." Right. I go. What? I go. Huh? November. I started laughing. November, man, this guy's putting in work in November. And then I told him, I said, no, uh, AD, how does it feel to get picked 80th with the D-backs and now going 38th three years later? He said, wow. He said, that's insane. Wow. So, this kid, what this kid's done. Epic. And not, not that, it's like, you know, relatively late in his career. He's been around for at least yeah. uh, 12, 13 yeah. years. So for now to be making yeah. that leap, good for yeah. him. He puts he puts in the work. But yeah. uh, it's, he, it's interesting, special- JT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know we were talking about it post-draft, you know, recapping a little, but, like, you got a guy like Jake Braha by the skin of your teeth who you yeah. desperately needed at third base. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. at 38, you took a guy like Hollywood who, uh, yes. you know, is sort of a luxury pick. It's interesting you went that yes. that, that uh, strategy, you know? Yeah, we also – we went with back – we'll talk about this on the whiteboard show, but we went back-to-back yeah. luxuries with Cheetos and AD, and then we ended up taking our two guys that we need more than anything in Jack Barnathan and Jake uh, – Jake, two, two Jake guys Braha. that fill key positions, Jake Braha. Yeah. So we went – Crucial. We, it was huge. If we don't get those two guys, we we're talking about now. We have to release Cheetos. We have to release AD and 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 pick up guys that could feel. You know that could, you know, do certain things that we need. But thank God we ended up gambling and it worked out. But worked we'll, we'll out. talk about that. We'll talk about that on the white show. But a couple of other picks that stood out to me that I didn't like was one was Mo Mala. I thought he went way too early. He went number twenty eight. He's a good player. He's no. I'm not saying he's not a good player. And I'm not saying he's not a top thirty player. He easily can be. A talented mm-hmm. kid plays infield, plays outfield. He has power, but one thing is he doesn't go the other way. And the second thing is that he doesn't have the best reputation in this league, and not because of behavior, just because he's always playing hockey. He's always missing games, and I know for a fact guys would stay away from him. So 
they could have took him 15, 20 picks later. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yeah, um, listen, JT, I, I had him uh, circled on my board around 35, pick 35 for me. Um, I'm a Mo Mala yeah. fan. I know him off the field. Uh, great dude. And you want him and phenomenal talent who could outplay his 35? draft position. Uh, outplay his, yeah, that's where I had him on my board. You end up taking Mo Cash. You're not taking. You're not taking him over Mo Cash. No way. Um, I, it would have been a debate for me. I, I love. I mean, I love Mo Cash. Don't get me wrong, but Mo Mala also is a great player. Um, and I think that sort of commitment to the league with the hockey thing and and uh, all that is settled because from uh, October he was telling me uh, I'm in this year. I want to play. I'm back. I'm committed. I'm good. Right. So. So that sort of a settled. Um, I think in the past, obviously, it was a little uncertain, but um, great player. And I'm not worried about the the commitment thing. He's got Joe G, one of his good friends. I know that um, as true. his captain. So he, he's well, cool. Listen, he's he, he, listen, he took him early. He's got to play well. Like he just can't he, he can't have a good season and say, oh, wow, he's having a good season. He has to have a good season. He was picked for sure. fourth player. He has to perform. And I'm sure he will. He's a very talented kid. He plays infield and outfield. He's very versatile. Yeah, he, he could play all over. So uh, um, they got – well, I mean, we'll let you get into it on the whiteboard show. I don't want to dive in too and, deep. And but then yeah. one other, And then one other guy I thought that was I was most shocked by was the same, same captain, Joe Greenberg, trading up. He traded up at 39 to grab Bub when – you know, there's guys like DK, and there's other guys around. Uh, Joe Cheer went 48. Yeah, Joe Cheer went 48. How could you trade up to get Bub and give up? I, I don't know how much they gave up, but they gave up a nice amount. I think seven, eight picks down the road, which is almost a full round. And you're gonna take Bub over Joe Cheer? Like I, I like well, Joe Cheer better. I like Joe Cheer better than Bub as a player. Right. Bub's well, a very good player. But yeah, JT, I, you're uh, you're a Joe Cheer guy. And Joe Greenberg is a Bub guy, and I got to defend Joe Greenberg here. I got to because I played with Bub last year. Bub yeah. is an incredible hitter. Incredible. You can't take it away from him. The guy hit 500 on the nose last year. Um, he's fast. He hits some extra bases. He goes the other way. He can pull pull it down the line. Bub does yeah. it all, man. I, I got to give credit there. 39 is not, is not too – Late, not too early for Bub. It is not. Yeah, maybe I, I he hear. maybe he didn't need to give up so much to get him, but the player yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal. So I mean, I, I'm a I, Bub. I mean, fan. I, no, but Bub's definitely a good player. I'm not saying he's not. I, I mean, I think it's not a knock to say Joe Cheer is better than him. It's not a knock at all. Um, I, I think, think that, I think those days are are behind. Uh, I love Joe Cheer as a player too. He can man center field, while I, I think Bub is more of a right fielder. So maybe yeah. defensively, I Joe mean, Cheer, no, defen- you yeah, could defen- say he has def- the edge. But yeah, Bub's defen- got defensively a major for sure. edge with the def- bat. Def- major def- defensively for sure because Joe Cheer has a better arm and he covers more ground and he's faster. That's for sure. Offensively, Bub has been great. I know Joe Cheer had a tremendous postseason last year. He went six for eight. Uh, it looks like he's turning it around. I know he hit a huge, huge wall um, offensively, but maybe it's coming back. I don't know. But all right. I mean, listen, I don't think it's worth it enough to trade up when you can get a potentially the same player 10 picks later. I, I thought that was a little head scratching to me. That's all. Yeah, but JT, um, I know from uh, captain experience, as I'm sure you do in your time as captain, sometimes there's some guys that you just want that fit the vibe that you need to have, and it's worth yeah. a few picks here or there. It, it really yeah. is sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Bub, Bub's a good leader. He's a good locker locker room guy. He's a good guy to have. Uh, captain experience jo- now. Who, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's guy for Joe G. good guy for Joe G to lean on for sure. I like that. But I hear you. Maybe they gave up too much. I'm not sure what the trade was exactly, but yeah, something yeah. you can get into on the whiteboard show again. Yeah, we'll get into on the whiteboard show. I think he gave Mo Haber like seven or eight picks down the line somewhere. Um, all right. Um, so now everything's moving smoothly, and then and then pick sixty five happens. Uh, pick sixty five. Jeff Saka goes to Maurice Haber. Maurice Haber already has Maxi D's first round pitcher. 
three pitchers are still on the board at that time. A.B. Cohen, Leo, and Jeff Sackett, correct? Um, yeah, I, I mean, let, let me Leo, verify Leo that, six, but yeah. Leo's, Leo 67, yes. And A.B. Cohen, A.B. Cohen 68, uh, 69. So, yes, Jeff Sackett, all three of them are still on the table. Okay. And they're picking at 65, which is round, what is that, the eighth round? Eighth yeah, round. Yeah, that's the eighth. Eighth, ninth round, whatever it is. Uh, okay. Ninth round, ninth round. Ninth round, ninth round. Okay. Now, I agree those three pitchers should be off the board by now for sure automatically. By the eighth round, they should automatically be on a team. Uh, if, or if you want to make it the ninth round, make it in the ninth round. Either one, I'm cool with. For sure. They're still on the board. No, still no the board. debating that. Yeah, I Sitting in that draft room, I kept looking over at my guys on my team. We're like, what is going on? How are they still available? How is this it's not fair? It's not fair. No, it's not. I fair wouldn't say not the... fair. It's just the way the draft was working this year. There were a lot of great players. I'm sure they were yes. saying, "I can't pass up on these guys." But yeah. it's definitely a major advantage for the teams that are picking pitchers that late. Usually, exactly. Yeah, those are, Jeff Saka. Uh, I've never seen him go past the sixth round in his career. So he's never gone. Seems... I don't think. He, I don't think he's ever gone past the fifth. I think I mean... last year he might may have gone sixth for the first time ever. Oh. But okay. but yeah. So now. So now we're talking ninth round. Now, like you said, Z, there are great players around, which makes it very hard. I don't blame the captain. They're very good players. All these guys getting picked before them. Elliot Mann, Sam Loudon, Teddy Braha, Ike Mavora, Cheetos, Ralph Matute, Alswell to DK. They're all great players. How do you not take them? And they're saying, hey, you know what? There's three of them left. Each guy kept saying, hey, there's three left. There's three left. It's fine. Let's keep going. Let's keep going another round. Keep going another yeah. round. Mo Haber steps in, and he takes Jeff Sack at 65. Um, why he took him out of all three, I don't know. Not really the point yet. But well, he took, I, he took I, one I have of some them. thoughts on that, but okay. Okay, we'll get to it. He took one of them. And now, initially, my initial reaction, I was clapping. I had a clap. I'll admit it. I clapped. Okay, because I said, okay, we had enough of this. And I remember I turned over to your corner, and your corner was happy also. They weren't like, oh, shit, what are they doing? Everyone was happy at that time. But I thought it was just a quick peek, give back, see you later, Jeff's on a team, and it's over. You know, that's how it usually is. It doesn't last more than five minutes. This thing's now going into Tuesday, and it's absolutely ridiculous, and it's completely wrong, and I wish I never clapped. Because I didn't mean to clap for that. I meant to clap like, hey, hey, you just took his guy. Give him back his guy. Stop playing games. You just wasted. You know, you tried to get that ninth round pick. No. Give back your ninth round pick. Take Jeff and call it a day. And that's not that's not happening. And that's terrible. And it can happen. And it definitely can't happen to Jeff Sacco of all people. I mean, Jeff, what he's done for this community, what he's done for this league, it's, 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 it's honestly, it's, it's embarrassing. Well, JT, uh, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go so far as to say uh, it's embarrassing and what can happen to Jeff Sack. Uh, like anyone else, um, he checks the box uh, saying, I'm, I'm willing to get drafted to any team, and that includes any role and whatever. Um, okay. And it's pure, pure gamesmanship by Mo Haber. And you can't let the other teams just take advantage and keep going. And by the way, credit to Mo Haber. He took Jeff Zaka, and it started the run of pitchers. All of a sudden, in the next four picks, the rest of the pitchers were gone. So so credit to him for setting that off. JT, guys like you and I, teams like you and I, we could have been looking at those guys getting drafted in the 11th round. So, so Mo Haber started the run of pitchers. Credit to him. Um, I think it's a great move. It's pure strategy. It's not, hey, I'm going to screw Jeff Zaka over. Uh, and not give yeah. him a job. It's you can't let this happen. We're all we're all uh, competitors. We're trying to win, trying to make it happen. So he's not doing it to that. Jeff Saka. And- Z, Z, I get that. Great points you're making. I get that. And and this is totally not towards Maurice Haber. This is also directed at Eddie Michon, Max Sutton, and whoever else was helping on that team. You have to give up a guy. They keep they're standing there saying, "Hey." I'm good. I got Michael. I got Yak pitching. We're good. We're fine. It's it's wrong. It's not how it goes. You you, you take right. They tried to take I, advantage. 
and it's it's, and- it's gone too far. It's not it's not. See, Mo did a great job because, like you said, the three pitchers went the next three picks where they should have. But what Eddie and 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 Max are doing, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I know it's their own team; they could do whatever they want. But this is not right. You can't do it to this guy. To this, you can't do it to Jeff Sack. You just, it just it you just can't. You can't do, you can't do it to anyone. Even Leo Casson. Let's say Leo Casson. You can't do it to Leo either. Leo joined the league to pitch. Let him know beforehand, and he wouldn't have signed up. Say, oh, Yak, you wanted to pitch? Go for it. But to me, once you start drafting, you just you don't have that luxury to go out and say, hey, I'm going to – seeing the way the draft's going, oh, I'll pitch. Or Ali will say, oh, I'll pitch. Or Yak will say, oh, I'll pitch. Or MC will say, oh, I'll pitch. It's not right to those eight pitchers that signed up. It's just not right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I have to disagree, JT. I know where you're coming from. And of course, for uh, competitive sake, you know, you want the eight pitchers to pitch. A guy like Leo, who I thought Mo Haber honestly should have taken at 65 instead of Jeff Saka, because he he really could say like, hey, I'll, I'll take Leo Casson. He could play a little second base, play a little short center. He could hit a little bit. Um, so Leo Casson could be a player. Um, in addition to a pitcher. Um, so I thought that was sort of the pick. So Mo Haber could say, hey, I'm good. I'll just DH Leo Casson um, and roll from there. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, I, just, I like I that just, point. I like that point. I like that point. You're right about that. Yeah. I at least, that he, at least he could do something. At least he, like like we, we were talking about taking Ralph Hannon at some point. But, you know, Ralph's going to hit both. He's going to play first. He's going to pitch one. Edmund will go to the outfield. You know, it would have been a happy marriage. You know, this is totally different. So so I got to say, uh, Saban was uh, in my ear uh, from probably the seventh round on. He's like, if this goes on any longer, you got to take Jeff. You got to take Jeff. You got to take Jeff. He's telling me the entire time. Oh, and yes, I'm like, yes. Yeah, because I'm like, you have Nab. Because you have Nab. Well, not even that. He he was not even saying that. Uh, he oh. didn't even – he wasn't even considering because we have Nab missing the two weeks. Use Jeff. He just said like – you got to take him and trade him for something because this is ridiculous. Jeff Sack is not a seventh rounder. He's not an eighth rounder and he's definitely not a ninth rounder. So you got to take him and, and get something for him, whatever you could get. It's worth it. And I'm like, listen, I, I took uh, a few guys. I It's a luxury that I can't afford. I needed to pick some players still, but then exactly. when it got, when it got to that ninth round, I said, Saban, I'm taking him this round. If he makes it to my pick at 71, I'm taking him. I have to. Right. I have to. I have right. to. And so, credit so, to Mo so, Haber. Really credit to Mo Haber for doing it because it takes balls. And I think he made the right strategic move. Now, what what transpires after this remains to be seen. I, I think eventually well, something will break and the trade will happen. And you know we'll forget. It's not going to break. We'll uh, Z, 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 it's not going to break. Uh, MC so? MC and Yaker pitching. They're thrilled to pitch one game each. They're both very good pitchers, too. They both could pitch. Michael could really pitch. Yak could pitch. Um, these guys could throw. One's a lefty. One's a righty. They can mix it up. They're, they're fine. They're saying, hey, what do I have to give up Elliot Mann for? Because the real guy that they want is Elliot Mann. Like, he's the perfect guy that they took right before. Elliot Mann's the guy. It's Elliot Mann, Teddy Braha before that, Joe Cheer before that. You're not getting Joe Cheer. You're not getting Teddy Braha. Elliot Mann's the guy. Elliot Mann's a really good player. The guy after that is Birdman. And they're saying, you know, Mo Haber's saying, I don't want Birdman, you know. I'm sure Mo Haber loves Birdman. He just won a championship with him. But he, um, you know, that's not where Birdman, it's not Birdman's spot on his team. He wants more, you know, so. Right, it's a tough um, situation. He would have taken Birdman or someone that went, you know, 71. I got a. Uh... I got David Rischke at 71. So I'm sure Mo Haber, if uh, he wanted Birdman, yeah. he would have taken David Rischke at 71 and called it a day. Yes. But he said, yeah. I, I can't mean, thanks- let this go on any longer. So thank you, Maurice, and, uh, for the, and, the and other listen, five And listen, thank you, thank you. Thank you for Maurice also. Thank you, for, thank you, Maurice, for giving us Jack Barnathan because those okay. three pitchers went before my pick. And if those three guys don't take pitchers, Jack Barnathan's off the board and we have a huge – gaping hole up the middle on our team. So thank you, Maurice, for that. But at that point, after you do it, you have to undo it. It you can't it it it, it does not go this long un, unresolved. And that's where 
I have a huge problem with it. Something must happen. You know what I propose, Z? I propose right now, if I'm commissioner of this league, if I'm commissioner of this league right now, I go up to Eddie Michon, captain. I go up to Maurice Haber, captain, and I say this. I say, Jeffrey Sack is pitching on this team. Okay? He's pitching on this team. Or he's pitching on Joe G's team and A.B. Cohen's going to this team. Either way. But Jeffrey Saka, I'm flipping a coin right now. Birdman, if, if whoever wins this coin toss can select whoever they want of these two players, Birdman or Elliot Mann. Whoever wins the coin toss gets that player, and it's over. It's done, and that's what we're doing. That, that's what I'm doing today. I had enough of it. I think it's terrible. Jeffrey has to pitch in this league. I'm I'm considering kneeling for Jeff. I'm gonna <laughs> kneel. I mean, I, Z, I may take a kneel on Sunday morning, nine a.m. You'll see me out there kneeling. Listen, JT, I I agree that Jeff Saka has to pitch in this league. I agree. I absolutely agree. I want to ring with Jeff Saka. There's no better competitor than him. But the this coin flip that you're proposing is is absurd. You can't do that. You can't have you, com- you, you can't do? have you can't have commissioner involvement. You have to let the market play out as is. And if Mo Haber wants to go and hit Jeffrey Sacker for two games, so be it. It's it's to each their own. JT, it, it has to be. If Ali Marshall decided to pitch in this draft, he should have the right to do so. He shouldn't say, uh, "Listen, if Jeff Sack- if AB pitcher Cohen went pick ninety five this year." To a team that already has a pitcher, and Allie Marshall said, I'm going to pitch. I don't want a pitcher. I'm going to pitch. I think I, that gives me the best chance to win. Well, then well, then, well, then that happened, should be the if, case. Okay, well, if that happened to A.B. Cohen, it's a little different because A.B. would just say, hey, you want to pitch? All right, I won't play this year. I'll retire. I'm done. It's fine. But if it happens to any other player, any other kid, a Mikey Shalom or a Leo Kasson, let's say, you know, that, that kid, he doesn't play, Zach. He doesn't get to play. I, I just don't think that's right. So I think from beforehand, before the draft, I think there needs to be rules with these pitchers. You know, so I think so there rules, was a rule. I think I th- there was a rule a few years back, and yes, and there they was. Abolished Norman, it. Norman's first terrible year. rule, terrible but, rule. But, but why is it okay? Fine. So you'll tell me why it's a terrible rule first. But let's just explain to the people what happened. Norman's first year in the league, he came in and he made a pitcher rule. Every pitcher. These eight pitchers must be taken by the eighth round. If you have an eighth round pick and you don't have a pitcher, he is on your team. You have no choice. He's on your team. Why he went away from it, I have no idea. Z, maybe you could explain to me. I have no idea the benefit of doing that. Why? 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 What? It, it could only end up in a situa- situation like we're in right now, which is terrible. So why do that, Z? Why don't you like it? I think we should definitely go back to it. Tell me. Well, I, I think the situation that we have now is very rare. Um, it hasn't happened in the three years after that rule, but Correct. I, I think it's just weird that it's just a strange feeling to have restrictions on the draft that if you don't have a guy by a certain round, you have to take him. It's just, yeah, I need, uh, I need a little more it just doesn't feel right. He, doesn't feel he, right. No, you got to give me a reason. Yeah, strange feeling is not a reason. Strange feeling. Come on. Z, you got to give me a reason. Why would Norman lift it? I think it should be free market. I I don't know. I don't know Norman's uh, insight into this, but I think it should be free market. If someone wants to draft two pitchers and hold it hostage, that's the risk that they're taking on. Mo Haber is taking a risk. He could have had a guy like Jack Barnathan, who you say is a great glove. He could have had him on his team. Instead, he has Jeff Saka, and he has to give him the minimum playing time of uh, two at-bats or one game in the field. So he has to do that. He has to find a way. Mo Haber said, I'm willing to take this risk, and I'm willing to work it out. I'm willing to trade, and uh, that's really it. It's it's I mean, that simple. I, it should I, be a free I, I, market. I don't know. Z, Z, I mean, listen, Z, I'm a guy that loves to avoid issues. I think all yeah. rules all rules we make are to avoid issues. Um, you know, I saw it on Tuesday night, Wednesday night happening. Pause the draft. There's going to be issues. I saw it with this whole pitching thing. I told Norman from before the draft, I told him because not because of this. I told him because of Navy. I said, Navy's going early. Someone's going to probably try to take him, take a second pitcher on their team. What are you going to do then? You know, so it ended up happening in a different way. You never took the second pitcher, uh, Lee, uh, Z, with Navy, but it ended up happening in this situation with Jeff Sacker. So it ended up happening. And now there's a whole mess here. Um, you know, the, 
rules should always be put in place to avoid issues like this. And and now and now we're here. I don't know. It's not it doesn't feel so good right now. I think like, you know, Jack and Batty hurt himself. There was a huge cloud. Um, there's a huge cloud for me right now with Jeff not on a team. Yeah, I I, ha- I will agree with that, that there is a crowd. There is a cloud. Uh, excuse me. Um, I think there's a cloud. It, but is it unsortable? Is it unfixable? No, it's it's fixable. It's just a game yeah. of chicken and who's willing to take what and who's willing to do what. Yeah, maybe Eddie Michon, Max Sutton, they're willing to roll with MC and, and Yaka's as pitcher. And now, g- good luck to them. Maybe they think know, it's the best. Ali Marshall might have sure. thought that yeah. he's – He's a better pitcher. So For sure. He, and, and I know he should have to be Norm, forced to take a pitcher by the eighth round when he doesn't want one. He thinks he's the best. He should well, he should have the right to go to battle. And you know what? If no, Ali Marshall's no, if he, playing, if he wants it. hear me out. Yeah, hear but, me out. If Eddie Michon or Ali Marshall's plan fails uh, for them to be a pitcher or for them to choose MC as a pitcher instead of Jeff Saka, then guess what? Their, question, their captainhood and their captainship should be questioned going forward. If they're you know, a, a <clears throat> complete failure and they're zero and fourteen or two and twelve as with Yakov as the pitcher, then then it's very questionable, JT. And you know what? Then rules shouldn't be in place. But you know, an example should be made for sure. You know what, Ali? Um, I agree. He should have a chance to be a pitcher. But let him go in as a pitcher and remove a pitcher and let him be a pitcher. I just don't. Simply because I don't want to leave a guy out. I don't want to leave a pitcher out. So that's why I would do that. You're just saying, hey, bring in nine pitchers, right, or eight, and let Allie just do whatever he wants. He could pitch now and not pitch now. I don't like that because now all of a sudden you have one guy going home. He's not pitching. He could have pitched in Brooklyn, see? He could have pitched somewhere else. He could have done something else. It's not so nice. It really isn't. I understand that it's like, hey, just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too nice no, of a person. I, I, but... No, no, I hear you. It's not sitting right with me either that, um, you know, he, he's not getting a job because of who he is and what he means to the league and all that. But there's a lot of time, and I think it'll get sorted out. I really do. That's my gut feeling. You're telling me that you don't think it'll get sorted out. I don't, I, I don't think I, it's going to get sorted out. I'll tell you why. Yeah, I'll tell you why I don't think it's going to get sorted out. Because I, I'm, I truly believe that Zach uh, – sorry, that Michael and Yach are pitching and they're excited to pitch. And uh, they they really want to pitch, and unless they're giving up one of their later picks, a Saldweck or a Birdman, then Maurice has to agree to that. Maybe Maurice is saying, "Hey, wait till Jeffrey drops out. He's picked number sixty-five. I'll pick up a sixty-five player who could be a stud. I mean, the six. If you go look around, who went sixty-five, sixty-six, sixty-seven, sixty-four, sixty-three, sixty-two? Those are." real players so maybe he's thinking that so i don't know this could get this can get really ugly right and if elliot man's name floated right does does mo haber even need a guy like elliot man he already has an outfield doesn't he he has like four outfielders he doesn't need Elliot man but but elliot man's a great player right but so it comes down the the kid's a first round pick in brooklyn I mean, yeah, doesn't, well, doesn't that's not, that's whole... not saying anything, but uh, <laughs> no, he, he could still he's be a, a great really player. player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know him. I know him. I You're played with him uh, in other leagues before. Yeah. yeah I player. believe he's even on the trophy. He's a good player. So, yeah, um, he is. so yeah, I mean, I hear you, but it may not fit the team need and who knows, maybe that's not even that maybe Max and Eddie are not willing to do that. But Jeff Saka is a bona fide pitcher. His resume speaks for itself. I mean, he was in the World Series last year, so uh, oh, he still has he, it. He still has it. I even spoke to some people on Eddie Michon's team, and they're like, "He's unbelievable, Jeff. He's a great pitcher. He's awesome." It's just we don't want to give up Elliot right. Man. No, I hear you know, that. We don't, don't want to give up Elliot Man. We we love Jeff. We respect Jeff. Right. If Elliot Man's great. even being if Elliot Man's even being offered, they may not want to give him up at all. So I understand. Well, that's um, the guy. That that was the guy that was taken right before him. So that's usually how it works. The guy right. that you picked last gets it's taken. It's like, oh, I made you. a mistake. Let me undo yes. it. Yes, correct. Which is fair. That's fair. fair. Do, that's what I was clapping about. I said I clapped. Okay, do your swap, and it's over. Once I found out all oh, this happened, I mean, I feel embarrassed uh, clapping. It was just it was terrible. But listen, we have, we have different takes on it, of course, which is fair. I'm sure the whole league will have. Uh, some will agree with me. Some some will agree with you. Uh, 
you know, we'll see which way it goes. But um, I, I just think, JT, yeah, I think... overall, it should always be free market. And this is a very rare case that it's not guaranteed that it's not sorted out. It, it may be sorted out. And there could be other teams in the mix who say, hey, I want to upgrade my pitcher and figure it out. Uh, who knows? So um, it remains to be seen. As we're talking right now, we could get uh, a breaking news that the trade has happened. Yes. So I, I wouldn't give up hope. I wouldn't give yeah, up hope. You me, don't know what's happening behind the scenes, and neither do I, even as a captain. So, Yeah. And I'm looking around now to see any breaking news. Nothing has come in yet. Um, but I will say this, and Norman's for sure saying this. I, I know it. I mean, without him telling me. Um, he's very the type to say this. Um, but I'm for sure saying this. Uh, Yak and MC, they're not winning a championship this year on the mound. There's no way. That's a good team they have. Very good team. But those two are not going to win on the mound. Uh, Michael coming out of center. And then you have Yak, you know, hitting and pitching. Michael hitting and pitching takes a lot out of your hitting. For sure. Uh, and and, that, and they're that's a part you know, that I would I, say. They're, they're that's winning. a part that I would say is is most concerning, should be, for Eddie and uh, for Eddie and Max over there, the brain trust. Yeah, um, yeah they should I pull mean, that MC, MC gets picked second overall because he hits five, maybe 600, plays a phenomenal center field. Yeah, listen, he could pitch. I know he can. He's a phenomenal athlete. I've seen him pitch before. But is that going to take away from his bat? Most probably. Let's... And now all of a sudden you get a 450 hitter, which is still awesome. But for a guy like MC, we know he's better than that. Yeah, um... this is ridiculous. You know, Z, I'm just looking now, Z. They don't need Elliot, man. They don't even need him. Yeah, they have they Teddy, Joe Chiro, if... MC, and uh, that's it's, it. It's already – see, uh, dude, that's already probably the second or third best outfield in history. Um Teddy, Joe Chira, and Michael, all three have played center. All three have played center Ridiculous. in the World Series. They've Ridiculous. all played center in the World Series before. They're incredible outfielders. They don't even need Elliot, man. They need a pitcher. I, yeah. I make I see you see, I do that move anyway. I trade Elliot Man for Jeffrey Saka anyway. No question. I, I need the pitcher. As good as Elliot Man is, you know, how happy is he gonna be to DH? How happy is he can, is Joe Cheer going to want to sit? Is Teddy Braha going to want to sit? I know Teddy's coming off an injury. Maybe he would like to sit a little bit and just hit a little bit. That could help, but I don't know. And then uh... – Okay, hear me out here, JT. Do you think there's yeah. any chance – I know it was teased in the offseason, um, and they have Jordy, who's a great shortstop. Uh, do you think there's yeah. any chance that they say, hey, MC, you're going to play short. Jordy, you're going to play short center. Um, you'll have Teddy, Joe Chira, and Elliot Mann in the outfield, and we're no. going to roll with Yakov on the mound. No, if they do that, it's it would be probably one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Okay, so so I, I so that's where my, that. that's okay, fine. So that's yeah. that's yeah, where that's, you that's go where back heading, to my point. That's where you go back to yeah. my point of if this is a complete failure and they decide against making any moves and it ends up yeah. not working out. There's saying there's changes that could be made, and yeah, did they throw yeah. away a season for eleven other guys? Yeah, did they ruin Jeff's sack a season? Yeah, yeah. But and, but... To, and to me, to me, to, and to me, that's most important. All that stuff. I understand what you said that they're not going to win now and all that stuff, but it's and they minimal. might. I'm not saying that they it's, won't. It's... You never know what could happen, but yeah, of course. But I'm saying that's all minimal compared to to Jeff not playing this year and. Uh, all of this whole mess that that's it's all minimal this is huge jeff's got to play um but i get it i get i get what you said about them hurting themselves because they are uh jeff for elliot man jeff could take that team to a championship team that team is unbelievable jordy mark barsano yak michael cohen the team is stacked teddy braha joe chira solomon dweck lee in the 11th round he could hit uh birdman's been hitting it's a very good team a lot of speed a lot of good players and Fon's catching behind the plate. It's a very good team. Yeah, do they? They need, they, they, they could, need Jeff Sacker. JT, could could they also say, hey, um, we still have a dominant outfield, like you said, one of the best, and uh, put MC on the mound. They could put Elliot Mann, Joe Chira, Teddy Braha in any which yeah. way and have a phenomenal outfield while saying, they will. hey, I'm going to roll with MC. But They, they it, will. They will. But by the listen, way, you, you can't won't even deny. say where's MC. That's how good the outfield will be. You won't even yeah, say where's exactly. MC. Exactly. You won't say, oh, they need MC out there. 
but no. they they could also for a small price potentially i mean we don't know if mo haver would accept that we don't know if eddie michon's offering that um but for a small price they could have a bona fide uh hall of fame pitcher in jeff Zaka. i mean yeah. you guys got multiple rings my... you don't have to question it you don't have to think about it but listen it's it's a, i believe it's a free market you shouldn't have anyone get involved or anything let let it play out let the situation be um and it will all get sorted out i that's my gut uh, I could be wrong, but that's my gut, and you feel differently about it, and that's that's fine. But yeah, I definitely do. Uh, do you they, think there's any? Uh, do you think there's any dark horse team that could be in the mix for, let's say, Jeff Saka? Um, I knew I know Ti was in the mix talking a little bit, but once you get, once you get three, you can't even make a two team trade in this league. It's almost impossible. It's tough. You're gonna make a three. You, you're gonna make a three team trade. You know the odds of making a three-team trade are <clears throat> could, yeah, be guys, with, could be over guys could be over with with guys already picked. It's near impossible. I I had it's a, impossible. Three, it's I had impossible. a three-team trade, trade, trade draft once. And you know, and you know, it's wait, Z, you know, it's crazy. There could be a trade that we had me, Fark, and Teddy. We put together a little trade, and we weren't even like gun ho about it. We were like, we're like, okay, we like it, we like it, we'll do it. But we're not going crazy. We raped them. I'm telling you honestly, we in our, we're like, okay, let's do it. We'll do it. They wouldn't even do it. I mean, like, you're not even close. Like, we were just barely gonna do it, and you're saying no way. So we'll never get there. We'll never get there. It's not possible. Right. It's just not possible. Can't do it. It's too hard. Everyone wants to rape one another. You know? <laughs> right. Hundred <laughs> percent. I, I think uh, they're both. They both. Probably are thinking that, and then maybe uh, it comes down a little bit, and a fair trade is discussed and executed. That's why I'm not worried. I think, yeah, in the beginning you get you get excited, you get that rush to sort of rip someone off, but then you realize, okay, maybe this is what's best for my team, and you got to make the decision to win. Listen, Mo Haber, I know him very well. Um, he he won last year. That doesn't mean he wants to throw away this season. He's looking to win again. He he knows he's. You know, coming towards the the back nine of his career, he wants to stack up these championships. He doesn't want to throw away a season. So yeah, yeah, he, and he's, he's, now, he's the best he's decision going. for himself too. Yeah, yeah, and the later he was going, he was probably excited. Wow, finally, finally, and then boom, he's like, oh, just gut wrenching. Yeah, definitely tough. Um, do you think there's any world that we live in, JT, where <laughs> Mo Haber says? Uh, Jeff, I'm rolling with you. Max, you're on the trade block. Do you think that's a possibility? I'm sure Mo Haver uh, exercised that, um, and he I should. Mean, it's a hefty he price. Should, to, ha- hefty price. Yeah, defense, it's a hefty but. price. Yeah, you're, you're talking about only. Uh, you're talking about two middle great players, or you're talking about a star at the top. That's the only way you can get done. Obviously, two middle really really studs, or one star at the top. I don't see that happening, but of course he's thought about it. And if he has to have thought about it, because he definitely thought about captain, it. But is it possible? Yeah. Is it is it realistic? Is someone? Do you think there's a team out there that is willing to make that trade? That it can make sense. It ha- would have to be like a loaded team that could fill in the positions. Otherwise, uh, I don't know. Uh, I missed that last part. Z. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it would have to be a posi- a team that fills in the positions. Otherwise, yes. it would have to be a really deep team. Um, not yeah, sure who that yeah. is, but very, very uh, unlikely. Tough. Unlikely. Unlikely. Yeah, tough, tough, very tough. I mean, listen, maybe Sammy Esses could do it. He could be the only guy. He seems to be great at these genius type of uh, you know, these just yeah, really and, and he can things. move Ralph Hand into first base. Yeah, but I don't think Ralph would like that. Ralph's ready to go, man. Ralph's going to have a monster year. Um, Z, let's get to some emails. Yeah, we'll let's get to some out. emails we'll and, we'll, and we'll wrap it up. Um, okay. But, uh, but a nice right. debate, so, JT. Very yeah, nice very debate. good debate. I loved it. I think, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very curious to hear what the league thinks. You know, do they think I'm out of, out of my mind? Do they think Z is way too tough and mean, uh, <laughs> too strict? Do they think... Very uh, possible. Then uh, I am what I am, you know? Do they think I'm being a puss? I don't know. 
Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm curious to hear. I'm sure Norman will put out a poll uh, on Instagram, and I'm very curious to see the numbers there. Yeah, yeah. before um, we get into our questions, please, guys, let's uh, let's hear your feedback in the emails. Curious to know what you think. Uh, if you agree, disagree, have any additional thoughts, how it should be yes. sorted out, if there should be rules or whatever. Yeah, so, that'd be, so yeah, that'd be great. Send that over. That'd be awesome. Great point, Z. Uh, so... First thing about this Discord thing, Z, would you want to talk about Discord a little bit or, or pass? Yeah, I mean, we could dive into it quickly. Um, AB Sack, uh, uh, kudos to him. Uh, servant to the league, incredible. Um, he's not even playing this year, and he's looking at ways to uh, to make things happen. So credit to him. Thank you, AB. Uh, he's just trying to provide a platform centralized where you have everything. Uh, you could talk to your team. You could talk uh, to the league. You could uh, – schedule hit around stuff like that um and then of course the voice feature is awesome you could hop on at any time i could get on with my team and say just to talk about things maybe run a scouting report um yeah. obviously it I was mean, z, uh, z, z, yeah. you turn, z you you got me into it first um we were talking about it. you were saying how it wasn't you know it's not so healthy and i ended up deleting my account uh z is your account still deleted so I, I deleted it? my account, J, as uh, many may know, me and JT, uh, you know, went, went a little at it friendly, of course, um, you know, nothing but respect, but, uh, you know, it just got me and the discord in general just got into a bad place. Uh, but I think it, it can be good. Everyone just needs to treat it right. Treat it with yeah. respect. No, treat no every, instigating. Zero, yeah, no treat, instigating treat each other's with respect um and just you know we're all one league one community uh things like that um yeah. but but jt the, i'm i'm back in the discord now um ab Saka sent me a message on the side um you know I, i'm there for my team now i'm in my team chat uh we're talking it up a little bit right. so That's cool. I, I mean i'm listen, back I, now but uh, i sort of distanced myself a little bit because of uh last week and all the chaos got you uh i think it's an amazing item the discord uh, I decided to sign out because I thought it just gave too many people an opinion. Uh, no, too many a p- platform to voice their opinion. And then everything gets out there and people get angry at everyone and people take things the wrong way. And people, yeah, are, egging people, people are egging people on, uh, asking them questions, egging people on, making people feel bad, laughing at people. Um, I witnessed it firsthand and I hated it. I hated it um i watched it i wish i could have stopped it i did try to stop it on the messages but i couldn't you know i mean they did they did try but um you know i mean listen everyone just has to be mature on that thing uh it's dangerous you got to be mature you know people are very sensitive people are very sensitive you say one thing and you never know it could drive them crazy and they could say a stupid thing and that leads to another stupid thing and then before you know it you're in a out of hand yeah, let's just uh, so remember to be respectful. Be mature. To, uh, mature. Mature and respectful, that's all. Yeah, you know. And and then it's a phenomenal idea, phenomenal The platform. greatest ever. ABSAC yeah. is a genius for bringing this in. It's the greatest thing ever if everyone could just be mature on it. I think that's the key word. A um, couple of questions. The One was from Michael Cohen. Do you think there should be a rule that you can't take two pictures? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> we, just, we just spoke about that. Uh, so I obviously think there should be a rule. You don't think there should be a rule. Yeah, um, simple as that but, for the reasons we uh, debated. Yes. Uh, next thing would be Saul Tal had a question. Who was the worst draft pick of all time? And it's oh, funny. Man. He asked me this like two weeks ago. And we didn't ever had a show. And now we have a show. Now it, it could be Jeff Saka, 65. Could be <laughs> the worst draft pick of all time. But um, I had, it, it's wow. a tough one. It's a wow. tough one. I have one. I have one. I thought maybe on the Indians, A.B. Cohen, A.B. Pitcher Cohen on the Indians when he got picked first round. Um, not It wasn't that it was such a bad pick. It's just he didn't show up for the first four weeks, four, two games. It started 0-4. Then he came. And then next year he went pick 30. The next year he went pick 50. That's a pretty damn – that's a pretty bad pick there. I think he took him a little too early. I remember that one. Yeah, um, I think they were 1-13, uh, right, J.T.? No, they went over. They were 0-14. Did they? Yeah. Wow. That was 2018, yeah. right? Z-Pack? Yeah. z Orioles here. Yes. Wow. Um, another one was Uri Adler sent the question. Uri Adler said, who was a very nice kid, by the way. He's on. He's been on the Discord speaking very maturely. 
I believe he's like 25, 26 or 27. Um, and he had a question saying, you know, for me and you, Z, you guys both been in the league a long time. You've both been captains. Um, any advice to a new rookie player? Um, tough, tough to answer that. Um, but yeah, basically, you know, just show up ready to play, play hard. Um, you know, everyone's trying to win, so don't get, um, don't get thrown off by the complete competitiveness of the league and how serious everyone takes it. Um, you know, everyone's <laughs> really trying to win, so don't get phased by that. Just, I have, just, uh, I have a good one. <laughs> I have a great, I have some great advice. One would be first off, show up on time to your games, and that means thirty minutes before first pitch at least, at least thirty minutes before first pitch. Second, bring cleats. Don't bring jeans, right? Some rookie, some <laughs> unless you're red, come, come, unless you're red, Nasser. unless you're red or Penny Silverstein. Sometimes they come in jeans and no <laughs> cleats. I mean that that's ridiculous. Also, also don't go after Saban after he makes out. Don't go near him if oh, you that's see for him. Sure. Stand clear of Sabon at first base. <laughs> he's usually wearing some, you know, weird hat or something. You'll be able to spot him. Um, he's got the white goatee. Uh, what else is there? Navy. Don't rile up Navy. Oh, don't sure, rile. Man. Don't rile up that fellow. That guy will come after you. He might. He might not only bean you, but he'll. Uh, he'll come. He'll come in with smoke and strike you out. And, so. and you you don't want to ground out to him either, or you're going to get stared down and taunted <laughs> and things like that. So That's yeah, exactly don't, right. don't do that, Uri. Yeah, don't do that for sure. And that goes for all the rookies out there, not just Uri, all the rookies out there. Be prepared for a stare down from Navy if you ground out to the pitcher. It's it it's just – that's what it is. When yeah, you sign gotta up. live with it. Gotta live with it. Should be a box <laughs> next to I can be drafted by any team. Should be I agree to get stared down by Navy. Should I ground out then? That's right. That's right. Um, and then here's another one, anonymous. Anonymous. Ooh, that, that could be juicy. This is this is anonymous. It's very juicy, and it's gonna stay anonymous. How badly did Maurice mess up by trying to hold the president of DSN hostage in, oh, his, own, in his own league? Uh, yeah, that's you know. I think That's Maurice. Screwed up. I, I think Maurice screwed up big time, uh, but I think Eddie also screwed up big time. Not just Maurice. Like we said, Maurice really, Maurice really helped. He helped. Maurice helped everyone. He helped us. He helped us get Bar Nathan. He helped a bunch of guys. Um, so it's not just Maurice. I think Eddie and Max are in the same boat. Um, they both have to work together and do what's right for the league. Um, I think they will. I think they will. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to say Maurice screwed up. I, I really don't believe that uh, from my arguments tonight. Um, yeah. And I, I don't believe he screwed up. I believe he did what is necessary for him to try to win. That's what he believes. Um, so so let him rock. Let him rock. Let him be. Um, and I'm still a believer that the situation will sort itself out. I really do. Got you. Z, last closing remarks of the show. Uh, I know the whiteboard show's coming up. I believe me and Jigga are going to be on there uh, with Norman. We're going to we're going to do it sometime this week or next week. Um, location to be determined. But Z, before you go, one team that stands out to you, not including your team, not including well, you could you could include my team. I couldn't include your team, but you give me a team that stood out to you. You can't use your own team. Which team is that? Who stands out? Who's going to be a who's a top team that that you know that's just jumps out on paper. I really have two. Um, so if I could say two, I would like yeah. to say two. So uh, number one, Dano's team, love what he did. Uh, he made that trade back for you, of course. Um, and I think it benefited him. He stacked up his team. His lineup's ridiculous. Um, he's got a great vibe over there. And you know Dano's going to provide the vibes for sure. Um, Who's the second so that, team? Second team is Sammy S's. Um he also yeah. built a great team, but a lot of guys that are coming in for the first time, a lot of different faces, sort of. Um, so let's see how they yeah. fare. But uh, definitely a great yeah. team, great roster. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I, I'm sure there's like two or three that I love, but there's one that just sticks out to me. That's the team to beat, like the Tigers last year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe not as good as the Tigers last year. They were like chalk, you know, to start eight and zero, which they did. Um, but this team's this year's Tigers, uh, and that's Sammy S is his team. Stephen Gindy, Joe S, uh, Hank and Shimmy and all those boys, Uri Adler. That's a ridiculous team. The whole league should not sleep on them just because you don't know their names. Uh, that's a team to be reckoned with. Ralph Hannon on the mound with those guys is a different pitcher. Uh, he's going to pitch incredible this year. And if he does, they'll be in the World Series. If Ralph struggles again, then... They're still making the know, playoffs. I, I don't know. I don't, they have to. If, if that, they can't make the, They can't not make the best. But, you know, it's funny. Um, oh no, I will. We'll get we'll get into that on the whiteboard show. Uh, yeah, yeah they're they're a lock to make the playoffs for sure. Yeah, they're uh, they're I, a really I good team. team. Yeah, they're really strong. Um, uh, JT, we spoke about it in a previous episode about Ralph and uh, how deep he could go. I think this is the perfect scenario for him to succeed. Yeah. And last know, year let's, and this let's see year, what happens. Yeah, last year and this year, two of the best teams he's ever been on. You know, we always talk about Leo. How oh Leo, he's not that good. He's always with the super team, but you know what? The guy gets the job done with the super team. I want to see Ralph Hannon get it done with the super team. It's not fair to Leo to keep saying that when um, when Ralph's not getting it done. So apologies to Leo uh, for all those times. He deserves it. He earns it. And the guy's a champion. Two-time sure. champion. Two-time. And JT, you know, just I think, again, it's important to say um, credit to Norman because the entire league is a super team to me more than years past. I mean, teams are loaded. Yeah. You can nitpick here and there, of course, but, you know, teams are loaded. I mean, the 11th round was the best 11th round I've ever seen. So it was it's just crazy. Uh, the draft was so deep um, and every team is loaded. Every team has an extra piece. You know, you got to figure it out. Slotting wise, guys that in the past played both uh, offense and defense, you know, got to choose one or one and one game. It's becoming tougher and tougher to slot guys, uh, which is a yeah. good sign. Of course you want that. So. Yeah, you, you definitely do. And uh, I agree with you. Uh, the league's stronger than ever. And I don't know what Norman's going to do next year when all these guys come back, like the Mark Brahas, the Steven Shalus, the John Eliezer's, uh, because it, I think there's no question what he has to do is go to a ninth team. Uh, it's it's incredible, you know. Ab Saka coming back, it's going to be insane next season. But uh, this season first, twenty twenty three, can't wait. Opening can't wait. day, opening excited day. Excited for the whiteboard day. show, JT. Excited for the yeah. whiteboard show. Whiteboard shows me good. We're, we're taking away the F. We're just going to stick with ABC. No more uh, F. The listen, F. I, I'll take an F. Uh, no, F, did, F did me well last time. An F is a lock for a ring. There's no more F. <laughs> Uh, it's a lock for a ring. It's proven. Um, well, well, it's a lock to get to the World Series because Kakamba's ended up losing the World Series, um, and I didn't give the Knights an F. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. All right, good JT. stuff. Great good stuff. stuff. Good talking to you. See you soon. Good luck to all teams. Take care, everyone. Peace out. Bye bye.